2: John Correllis? I know it's a million dollar question, but you, you do this against every team now and, and you keep great giving credit to other teams and, and they deserve it, but you guys are the constant. How, how do you change it? Is, is there a personnel thing? What is it in this team's personality that makes yeah. this keep happening? Well, again, we're, we just haven't responded to adversity in the middle of games well. You know, again, it's been a sometimes it's at the start, sometimes you rightfully noted in the fourth we've been great in the fourth the last couple days because we've been down and we've been coming back um here in the last couple it's been in the middle um and you know we just let go and we can't do that now that being said john I, i'd love to say you know try personnel. We're, we're starting this is the six different lineup we've started in the last six games just because of availability right so i don't know how to try personnel until we have our personnel
0: Alright, back with another episode of the Street Podcast. I am Josue Pavone, alongside Sean Dutra, Joel Pavone, and fellas, the sky's falling again. The Celtics are losing. People <laughs> have all the solutions of how to fix this team. People want Brad fired. People want Jason Tatum and Jalen break breakup. All hell's broken loose, but of course, there's still plenty of basketball left in this regular season, or somewhat plenty of basketball. But I mean, after looking at this team against the Dallas Mavericks and what happened and this c- c- this pattern that we continue to see this team do where they get into the huge deficit and try to climb themselves back out. And of course, too little, too late was the case against the Dallas Mavericks and Luka Donches. To to talk about that, to talk about what happened after the game when uh, Brad Stevens spoke to the media, we brought in our special guest, John Corrales, who joined us not too long ago. It feels like it was a couple months ago, but Again, I feel like we're talking about the same topics here, John. You know, you yeah. asked a really important question after the game. I'll let I'll let you explain how uh, that that how that went. The, the back and forth between you and Brad Stevens. But I mean, I, I, again, I feel like this season. I mean, it's like a broken record here. We're talking about the same issues with this team.
2: I know. Well, I feel like people always want to talk to me when the sky is falling. Like no one, no one says, "Hey, everything's going great." Let's see what Corrales thinks about when things are going great. No. It's it's
0: <laughs> that's what, that's what Corral comes over. But well, guys, I also think no, all right. We'll, we'll talk to you. Are bad. Don't worry.
2: I'm like I'm like a friggin' plumber. You're only calling me when you're you know everything's clogged up and you know you're you're you know up what? to your shins in sewage. You, you need me to come over <laughs>
0: try to figure out how to clean this thing up. And you don't even uh, get a Christmas card at the end of the year, you know? No, I don't. <laughs> I'm not one of my self-made nicknames, but I think you just gave yourself a nickname there, Corrales. So there you the go. The
2: plumber? <laughs>
0: I, thought, I oh. thought that was Brad Wanamaker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man.
2: So, okay. So Brad was very clearly pissed off after the game. And what you saw is about as angry as Brad Stevens is going to let himself get.
0: Exactly. Yeah. you know, that, that's, like, that's as bad as it gets. Right.
2: Right. He's not going to, he's not going to be like, you know, there are some coaches who will call guys out by name and say, Hey, look, Jason Tatum needs to stop complaining to the reps or, or, or this and that. Like he has almost never called out any one person by name in that context. Right. So he speaks in generalities and we have to guess and say, when he talks about guys getting down and not having the resolve it's you know there you you've got to go back and rewatch the film and be like yeah well you know Tatum Tatum had a, a bad stretch here and he's kind of like the head of the snake for the Celtics and and he's not the only one at all but you you have these um these these opportunities to kind of say okay well what's the problem here what what's he talking about And, and one of the things that I asked him was like, well, how much of this is on you? And he did what any coach is supposed to do and be like, Hey, it's all on me because it's my team. I'm coaching. But personally, I don't think that it's all on the coach. And he made the point that the things that a coach can do, that's even taken out of his hands because guys are out six straight different starting lineup because guys right. are out guys have been in COVID. So it was, it was an uncomfortable post game, definitely more uncomfortable than past losses. Uh, Jalen was a little, you know, he, you know, he had that moment after one of my questions where he was like, I don't know what you want me to say. Right. You know? right. Um, and, and Marcus smart is pretty open about stuff. And he's like, look, we want to do better. We really do want to do better. I just don't know what, what's what the cause is here which may be worse.
0: Right. So, John, based off that, like, you know, Boston fans and Boston media always will overreact at the first sign of trouble. Do you feel like that loss last night then, because we saw frustrations boiling over from, you know, star players and the coach? Is this the point of the season that you think we're going to look back on, whether it goes good or whether it goes bad? um as sort of the defining moment of the season where you know obviously they didn't play they they've struggled all year but we haven't seen this type of act this type of attitude from them and these type of responses from them so do you feel like that that's a that's a sign to you that that either right now they're about to go on a stretch where they look like the like world beaters or or they're about to pack it in
2: well you know when we look at defining moments of the season. I mean, I feel like we have one of these defining moments every three games,
0: you know?
2: And and so this, this isn't, uh, I would say a defining moment. It's, it's just another, um, another example of another, another symptom of, of the whole problem. So this isn't, um, a, a normal season anyway. And, this isn't a normal problem. I think that you would you would have with these guys it doesn't it doesn't make sense? Like a lot of this doesn't make any sense, and right. which is why I think it fuels the, the the reactions that it does. Like if they were always supposed to be bad, people are like, yeah, well they suck, and you know they they were supposed to suck, and and that was it. Right. But what they're going through, and and last night was one of the more disappointing performances, simply because. They look they were home. They had an extra day like it's not like it was that first game back from the road trip. This was gonna be the game where, hey, yeah, sure, maybe they would have lost, but they're gonna come out and they're gonna play hard. And they did come out and play hard. At first, like they gave up thirty points in the first quarter. Not great, but they they still scored twenty five. They were down five. That was not a big deal. Luca went berserk in the second quarter, but they they, they could have they could have um, withstood that better. And so, the, and, and this is the heart of it. Why is it that they fold so easily mm. when the pressure's on?
0: Which That's, I love that Brad pointed that out. I love that. He made sure that everyone's like, we're all on the same page. We we all noticed that too, Brad. I'm glad you noticed that too. <laughs>
2: right. You know, it's only, I mean, you can't, you can't deny it. You can't right. say, uh, but this was just another, Piece of evidence. So I wouldn't say that this, and and a lot of times we don't know what the defining moment of the season is until the season's over, and we can sit here and say, hey, maybe it maybe it is. Like if they if they have a come to Jesus, if they have a, a shoot around in the morning, and like they all, they they finally decide, like, hey, you know, enough of this, enough of enough of all of the crap that we've been going through, we're ready to we're ready to change this then hey may, then you can't sit there and say this this was this was a turning point this was the lowest point and and they bounced back and but i have no confidence in that does anybody have
0: confidence that they're going to figure it out like i i actually think this is going to go the other way honestly as i think that we're going to look at the season and say like you know we were we were sort of teetering up until this point but then that mavericks loss man when everyone when everyone lost their mind after the game that was when that was when things really went off the rails. Yeah, but, but the Kuka, I mean, there's like a, there's like a, I, I'm going to give it a 75% chance to go bad because I don't <laughs> know what I'm, test. <laughs> I, I'm I, and, and this is John, and I've been Sway and Joel can attest. I had this team in the NBA Finals this year, and I'm now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you really did. This is an absolute <sighs> dumpster fire at this point, and and I, the next game is going to tell me everything, but. You know, I think that, that was a bold prediction. I got to tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Sean, just say, just say Eastern but- Conference Finals. You don't have to go that far. Relax. You know, by the way, this was before Jake. <laughs> but, okay. I run by Kate. Go ahead. No, but I mean,
1: I, I have to agree with John, though, in terms of like this not being a, quote, normal season. It's not an excuse, but I feel like the whole uh, get rid of Brad narrative is I think it would make more sense if this was a, quote, normal season, if you had time to practice and, you know, you're trying to incorporate new pieces, but yet it it seems like it's the end of the world. I know there are only two games under 500. Uh, It's only been, what, four games since the training deadline. There are two and two since the uh, additions. But I feel like this home stretch, this uh, home, this, uh, home stand will, quote, break or make the season, I feel like or save the season, rather, rather, rather speaking.
2: Right. This, this was, this was going to be the, the defining stretch. Like, and, and I said that coming into it, this is the, the, the time where we figure out, like, if you can't, if you can't win, if they can't turn it around now at home, no more travel, no more excuses. Like, I mean, obviously the same excuses from before still exist, but, um, that's if they can't if they can't get through this playing better and making a move then they won't then it's just clear that they won't because this is what six five more games and they'll have 19 games left they they've got to win four or five of these next games to to really kind of say hey we've turned this around we're on the right path they have no choice right. um, yeah, I, I mean and they, they do have a choice but i mean if they want to turn it around they don't no. Um, I, I do want to rail against the whole idea can't, that can't, no, no. I want I want to rail against the excuses
0: no, concept. <laughs> no, know. that's okay, but no, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, because a lot of people will will be like, oh, that's just an excuse. No excuses. Like right. that's that's a bunch of crap. Yeah. Like I, you can explain things and say, hey, this is this is how it is. And this is having an impact without saying that this absolves people of responsibility. I can say that this is harder. Like if I'm running a marathon and you're running a marathon and I have to wear a a 10 pound vest and run in loafers and people go, why, why did you suck in the marathon? Like, well, I had to run a 10, you know, I I was wearing loafers. I had a a vest on there. No excuses. (laughs) What, what do you mean no excuses? I got this is legit, man. Like,
0: <laughs> He's had a disadvantage. You know? Look at him. Yeah.
2: Like the Celtics had the most they're the most impacted team by COVID. That that means something. Yeah, yeah.
0: that's a fact. Right? that's a fact. That's not a, that's, a that's not fact. Yeah, that's a fact. And people don't they, lead with that with that with that fact, you know? They don't no. want to talk about the situation. Yeah.
2: Start from the short turnaround. I'll I'll, yeah. I'll lay it out for them. The odds the odds were against them. For overachieving this year, now they shouldn't be this bad. Okay, I'll say that up front for anybody that might be listening. They shouldn't have been this bad, but the odds were stacked against them because in last year's playoffs, the NBA was planning uh, to come back around January, February.
0: Mm-hmm. Martin the King Day, they
2: wanted it yeah. right. So they, as the Celtics were making their plans for the offseason, that's what they were thinking of. OK, so you put Kemba Walker on a strengthening program mm. that's going to bring him back in January. You have time to figure out, like, if, you, if you're coming back in January, then there's an offseason that maybe in December you have this much time. You're, you're trying to figure out, like, all right, what, what's, what's our uh, salary structure going to be? Right. You have the, the Gordon Hayward thing. Well, then the Gordon Hayward thing happens fast because of the condensed offseason. And so Danny Age doesn't have enough time to negotiate like a normal trade. All of a sudden it just happened super, super quick. So whatever we say that Danny should have done, whatever, different opinions there. But it does change the dynamic because Gordon Hayward now leaves. And while he's making this decision, free agents are starting to go off the board and the season starts in December now. And now we know that Kimball Walker is not coming back until January which should have been the start of the season. So what does Danny Ainge do? I need a ball handler. Let me get Jeff Teague. Like, you think Jeff Teague was going to be the guy that he signed? Regardless, veteran minimum. You think he would have gone with Jeff Teague if Kemba was going to be back and healthy? I don't nope. think so. No, probably not. You know? <laughs> no. So no. That's, that's a mistake. That Danny Ainge made a mistake, and maybe he should have seen something else coming, but he he kind of rushed into – a bad purchase. We've all done that, right? You may buy a, a car that's a lemon, you'd be like, oh, I should have done more research. Uh, the Tristan Thompson thing, I think, is also uh, I think it was an overreaction to la- the, the playoffs last year and that...
0: That's the biggest biggest failure of the off season,
2: Right. And so that's... <laughs> but again, now, who, who would have been there under a normal offseason? And then the, the the short turnaround and, and all of that, the, the toll it took on on these guys. Doesn't give Aaron Nesmith any time. He hadn't played basketball in a year. Now he's got no real training camp. He comes out he, he you know, was coming off an injury. Tristan was coming in with an injury. Uh, Grant Williams doesn't have an off season to work on any elements of his game. No, summer They're league. playing him at the 4. They're playing him at the 3. And now you're just basically saying, "Hey, play a new position without having any off season, without being able to go to summer league and being like, "Hey, we're thinking, you know, we just had our draft. We just had our free agency. We're going big. We're going to need you to play the three or the four. Let's get you the summer league where you're going to play the three. And then let's give you an off-season workout program to get you prepared to play, for the, play the three. And these are the skills that we're going to need you to develop, you know, these dribbling skills, this and that, and have two, three months to develop that stuff and come in with the knowledge, okay, this is what I'm going to do. He doesn't have that. Yeah, you know, I can keep going on and on and on. With with guys that were impacted by the lack of an off season and the way things went, right. so all of these things are issues right now, and this is this is how they manifest themselves. Now, all of that said, the Celtics are just absolutely piss poor at handling these issues, and that's that's Good. where we yep. have I'm, the problem.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. So. So sound, there are excuses that are valid. There are there are influences that are valid. And then there are things that are like the Celtics need to figure out.
1: Yeah, basically like on the fly that you could just – based on everything that we've seen, especially over the last month, uh, like this roster or a big chunk of this roster was kind of put together on the fly and and the, inconsistence, the, the inconsistent starting lineups, the inconsistent lineups period of, of who's – you don't know who's going to be in or out because of COVID or injuries. And that's that's playing a big part. Again, you don't want to sound like it's a it's an it's an excuse, but there's a lot of factors that go into this 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 shitty season
0: pretty much. I, I ended, And I understand all of that. But like, I'm looking I'm looking at them, the nuggets, right? Two young players, you know, one one of them got off to a slow star, Jamal Murray, but they've they've figured it out, you know, and. <laughs> They've also
2: got Jokic,
0: yeah, an MVP candidate. candidate. Jesus Christ! (laughs) Thank you, Jokic figured it out. You know what I mean? Shouldn't Tatum be an MVP candidate at this point? I mean, he's 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 like one year behind Jokic. No, no, sorry. No, yeah. Coming into the season, I expected more out of Tatum uh, uh, taking a more leadership role, but but I'm just saying we overlooked that He's still young. Sean. you know, like, yeah, he's been deep in the playoffs, but was he the number one guy on that team? You know, everyone talks about that. This is that one year where it's not even a question. Yes, this is his team and he's the number one option, but it's the first year he's walked into a season with that narrative. And I don't necessarily think that's the biggest, that's, that's far from the, an issue on this team this season for this year's team. Right. Yep. I, I'm i more concerned about right now moving forward is that had had these guys just completely, are they even listening to Braddock? Anymore, you know, I think that's my concern because I'll tell you, and I'm glad you brought this up, Carlos, uh, about Jalen because your question, I think, is just like I don't know what it is, man. Like the last season and a half, it's like there's like a couple of you guys or a few, a you know, few of that that will come in with those hard questions. You know, it's hard to get a question in. You know, I I try when I can, but when you, I feel like Jalen knows you're gonna come in hard, hard with that question. He was a little defensive, and I let you, I let you. <laughs> You know, I'll, I'll let you answer how that how that felt. You know, between back and forth, because obviously you you have spoken to him in the past, and and I feel like last night was was significantly different. But the quote that stood out to me the most was when he talked about the last year's teams, or you know how things were before, and things are different now. Well, can you give us a little context in there, Jalen? So, like, I, I think when Jalen starts talking like that, at least it's better than the uh, no response. Well, no, what was it? Uh, no comment, right? That yeah. Go to before. At least he's he's gotten past that, gotten over that. I think they. I think they spoke to him about that. So now we're getting these, these clouded thoughts, open-ended thoughts, and we're, it's, it's hard to decipher. Where, where do you fall in this? Where? What? How did it? How was it translated for us? You know, how did yeah. it sound to you? You know, what, what was Jalen saying?
2: So I mean, I hear Jalen saying, and the quote is, "You know, this year, this is a new year, a new team. New, we got a, yeah, di- right. a right. different level of response than we had in the past." Celtics basketball is about scrapping and getting after guys defensively one through five. And we haven't had that in the starting lineup or starting unit or off the bench. Um, and so he says in a ba- in, in years past, we have, um, I think Jalen Brown has things to say. And I don't know where Jalen's issue lies, mm. but there's, there's something.
0: Something's because going on. Right.
2: You you go back you go back to the no comments and we talked I think a lot of it was like hey lack of ball movement
0: chemistry stuff. Yeah, it's always chemistry. You know? Questions. No comment, no comment. And then again, you you get a chemistry question and he sort of gives you this like, oh well things were better before and now things are like this and still nothing. Right.
2: Like, okay, I, I'm looking it up as we speak. Uh he was asked a question about being on the on the on the same page after the first action breaks down and he said no comment.
0: Yeah, I think Jared asked that. Yeah, I remember that one. Okay. Right. Yeah.
2: Um, and then he said, then then he was asked, Hey, uh the ball movement was bad. What happened? And he says, No comment. So two questions about the offense.
0: Directly about chemistry, that, and ball movement. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then last night we're talking about the the response, the poor response. But like so when we're talking about offense, we're talking about ball movement. He doesn't want to single anybody out. Okay? And then I don't want to make this into one guy versus the other. So I'm not going to start speculating into what I think it might be or or might not be. Uh, But the reason I asked the question that I asked last night, which was, uh, and I understand from his perspective might've been like a bit annoying because every question was some version of, Hey, why do you guys still suck? Why can't you you figure this out? You know? (laughs) And he's like, and and I think that's part of why he was like, I don't know what you want me to say. I'm answering it all different ways. But the way I phrased my question was, um, basically, are are guys not able to handle new roles this year? Because everybody's, you know, it's the same people Mm -hmm. from year to year, but the team is different from year to year. Like, and that's hard for, I think, people to understand. Um, And I think having, you know, when you play on a team, you understand that each year the dynamics change. So you can still have the same the same core guys. It doesn't mean that they're all going to have the same core feelings about what they should be. Uh, their contract situations could be different. Their um, you know trade rumors are floating around. Injuries, off the court stuff, different things. You know, like this. Everybody comes into a season feeling a little differently about themselves and look just like any of us right and are not, you know two years ago did i feel the way i do about myself now no you grow each year mm-hmm. you grow and you you come up with a little di- a little new wrinkle to your personality things change right. and so that's that's kind of the heart of what i was trying to to get to sometimes it's hard to ask these questions and, and phrase them the right way but Especially i'm jail. wondering yeah like i'm wondering like hey you know basically Jalen's a leader. Um, J- Jalen's a leader on this team and Tatum's a leader on this team. And they weren't quite in this role last year. What is, is that? Is that an issue or, or what? Like that's so anyway, so we had this, this tense kind of thing that, not, not between us, but <laughs> he's, he's frustrated. Yeah. And, and look, I will say that the,
0: the I just players. think I just think when, when when he hears when he hears Brandon goes John Corrales, he's like oh, fuck right. <laughs> like, you, you can't see it he got the mask on you can't see it but he's like this mother <laughs> like you know <laughs>
2: um well yeah and 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 maybe and maybe and and like <laughs> like I I really am trying to ask maybe some more specific questions um mm-hmm. and and look I I come at it from a different perspective. Than I think other people in the media mm-hmm. and the tone of my questions, I think is a little different. And, you know, that's not to say it's better than anybody else's or worse than anybody else's. Right. I come at right. it from, uh, a, and, and, I'm much more of a direct kind of guy anyway, I think. So I'm trying to figure things out. Like I'm, I'm trying to figure this out for, for everybody. And right. like, if, if, if you're not going to get the, if you're not going to ask the question, you're not going to get the answer. Mm -hmm. And, but, but here's the thing. Like I think players see this relationship between us and them as adversarial. And, and if I may just go on a little bit of a thing here about the perception of the media, the media, a catch-all, like they see the media and I think they, whatever they see on Twitter, whatever they see on TV, whatever they hear in radio, they they just automatically lump everybody together right. and it's just not that it's that's not what we all are like those of us on the beat are not the radio hosts
0: yeah, um that's so and true. they they lump us all together
2: they do um and so they, when they hear things when they hear people crapping all over them on twitter um when they see people like i don't know blogs or one of those like Uh, aggregation, social media sites. It's like they are um, lumping it all in together. So they think that the whatever NBA central thing that shares some quote from somebody uh, somewhere, they, they just think that we're all in it together. And Mm -hmm. and that that Jalen probably, you know, other than knowing my name and I don't know how much he knows about me, he probably thinks that I'm just asking for these these questions to find a headline to get clicks and mm. to move on, and like that's that's how some people are, but my motivation is just talking about basketball and getting quite like I'm trying to ask the questions that people want to hear the answer to so I don't know yeah it, it, yeah. it can get tense I, I players don't like us um and I think I think they feel like we have an agenda. Well, and- well,
0: hold on. But but when when things are good, though, they they're, they're different. They're very friendly, right? They like you a lot because right? they they know you know you're gonna you're gonna put that headline. You're gonna go with the with the narrative that they want to hear. So I think when things are bad, I think that's when things get different. But yeah. yeah. No, so, how- yeah. yeah. oh, go ahead. Finish your talk. No, no, yeah, no, go no. Ahead. Please. No, I was just gonna say about Jalen Brown because I-, I agree with you 100, percent and. I call it the Kyrie factor that's really affecting the NBA, but that's just me because I'm a Kyrie hater. But either way, um, Jalen Brown in particular this year, a little more defensive. Do you think it has anything to do with his career year, matching with Celt- the Celtics underperforming? Because I sort of do. I feel like this is the year that Jalen Brown's his pride in the NBA and obviously made it an all-star team for the first time and it's obviously honestly the worst season that he's been a part of for the for the Celtics pretty much i mean do you think that has a, do you think he's feeling that type of frustration right now um and maybe that's coming out when 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 quest- hard questions are being asked that
2: he's having a career year and they suck well i i i don't know that those two dots are connected um i don't know what's going on in his head. Um, and look, some of it may be off the court stuff. Um, some of it might be, you know, might be related to what you're saying. Like maybe he wants more recognition. Maybe he thinks he should be the number one guy. I I don't know. Possibly. Um, it's, he's a young guy. Jason Tatum's a young guy. I think I think both of them are trying to figure their their own points out in the league, and like I think that I I don't know what's happening between them. They they seem to like each other. Doesn't seem to be any sort of any sort of problem. One thing that I am worried about is the unique nature of this um, this season puts a a type of pressure on these guys that first of all, they, they didn't expect and they don't obviously don't know how to deal with. And I don't want to see something long-term come out of this when it's, it's not like a real, a real problem. You know what I mean? Right. Uh,
0: And
2: and that's like my number one question from this season is the overarching thing. I've had to ask one single question. To encapsulate what we're looking for here is how much of this is real and how much of this is a function of the weird season. Mm. Because if it's a function of the weird season, then it shouldn't be an issue next season. Right. right.
0: Right? If
2: it's real, then it's a problem that needs to be fixed. And so, like Jason Tatum complaining to the rest and all that, so that needs to be fixed. Okay? The the types of shots, the shot selection needs to be fixed. But some of these collapses, some of this stuff that needs to like, is, is this, this, this softness of this team, is that really real? Or are they just so exhausted that they, they don't have it and they can't find it and everything's piling up and they can't figure it out like that. That's part of the thing. And so, you know, are or is it possible that Jalen and Jason are like, kind of like talking to one another and be like, Hey, you know, I, I should have gotten the ball here. Or I should have gotten the ball there. Like m- maybe, maybe somebody is, is is holding the ball too long or maybe Jalen is saying, um, Hey, I just, I just had 13 points in that quarter. Give me a couple of shots to start the fourth, you know, like, yeah. All of these stuff all of this stuff is possible. Um and, and it may not be an issue because that stuff ends up getting resolved. Like, but without look, without practice time, without team activities, without something as simple as being able to go to a movie together, go to a restaurant together, like that's my fear that these little things that are that come up every season with everybody everywhere. I don't want to make it seem like it's a a gigantic problem, but things that are fixable with simple blow-off-some-steam activities and things like that, they're not getting that. And I don't want that to plant a bad seed. Um, If I have any fear from this season, it's that. Mm. Interesting.
1: No, I mean, because I, yeah, I, mean, I, th- I think he does have a, 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 a. He brings up a good point when it, it comes to the fact that you know chemistry has always been a big part of the Brad Stevens teams, right? It's not necessarily always about one guy or two guys; it's about everyone. And when they play as a quote team, that's usually when they get their 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 best results. My question, though, John, is how much of the how much of of uh, like the the not defined roles plays a factor into all of this because I I feel like you know Jalen and, and and Tatum came into this season not realizing that they would have to play more of a of a of a distributor role at times versus someone like Kemba being there consistently and him running running things that sort of speak. What, what, what do you think about that about that? Just the roles in general.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I think that maybe they, and this goes back to the circumstance of everything. Like, if Kemba had been here from the beginning, and maybe if if some guys were healthy and um, they were able to do more ball movement type stuff um, and and set the tone at the beginning, then yeah. Um, I think that there's certainly some level of these guys feeling that they have to do everything themselves. Right.
0: Yeah, I and I, I think, think that's where I, the frustration comes from. Yeah,
2: right. Like they're such a ISO heavy offense. Right. They're just the the biggest complaint of the offense this season is that they're ISO heavy. And so, why are they ISO heavy? Because maybe they feel like they need to be. Like, yeah, you need to, um, you need to be better, and you need to move the ball and all of that stuff. But also, who are you passing the ball to? So I think I think that that <laughs> needs to be yeah. considered. Like they don't trust their teammates, and that's a problem yeah. because Brad's offense requires them to trust their teammates.
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely, man. Great stuff, John Corrales. I, you know what? It's funny, John. You were talking about how uh, earlier you're like, man, I can go on and on. I was like, man, well, he's got a daily podcast, you know. I didn't, I didn't bring that up. Locked on, holding locked on. <laughs> podcast uh, author new author i, I want to let you uh i'm gonna let you talk about your book signing coming up i know you got that coming up soon uh, well, and, and also of course writer at a uh, boston sports journal um and of course you can subscribe uh when you head over to boston sports journal.com there's a promo code of that carouse if i'm not mistaken promo code is carouse how about that hey there you beautiful, go beautiful. See, i knew it i knew it <laughs> I've, been, I've been in this business long enough i know how it works I remember. I remember. there you go there you go <laughs> How do you spell the last name for the K A R A L I S? Okay, they- <laughs> John said that. Like I got this. I know this one, guys. <laughs> I, I
2: that that much I know. You, <laughs> I know, you, I know. You, you spell it the Greek way, not the
0: not the Latin way. <laughs> the Boston Celtics All Time All Stars is the name of the book, uh, guys. Definitely check that out. Again, he's the host of the Locked On Celtics podcast, and check out his work at uh, Boston Sports Journal. And always fun to talk talk Celtics. With John Corrales, I appreciate you stopping by, at Causeway. My pleasure. Appreciate and, it anytime. And, and wait, I, I'm sorry, I gotta ask this one question. This will be a simple answer. How did Marcus Smart mess up that free throw at the end? Do you think- <laughs> <laughs> that's I mean, what you're that thinking was- about right now. <laughs> that's what you're thinking about.
1: No, if anybody, yeah. if anybody in the Celtics, you know, could have could have, you know, uh, handled that, it would have been him, right? In terms of that's knowing you gotta was- hit the rim.
0: That's what I was- yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. I thought it was just Tatum, but yeah, I guess it's smart that that doesn't know that enough. I guess they don't know the, the force the force that goes behind slamming the ball that hard against the, the backboard.
2: If there's anybody who knows how to miss a shot, it's Marcus Smart, right? <laughs> um, that now it's you know it's such a you know he could do that a hundred times in a row in practice, and then it's just uh, he flubs it in the. You know, in, in in reality, you do it too fast. You get a little bit too much adrenaline there. Yeah, that thing sailed on them. Yeah, it yeah. happens. Sucks. Oh,
0: man. Crazy. If they
2: want somebody to be the designated missed free throw guy, I've missed plenty of my life. I can go there, sign a 10-day, and do it for him, no problem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, almost, I almost took it as like, oh, this is Marcus Smart. The pressure's on. Everyone in the building knows what he's about to do, and he's just like – Oh, well, you guys think I'm just gonna do it soft? No, I'm gonna do it like this, and then he just got too, uh, got too excited, right? Right. right, too much force at the end.
2: Because everybody knows you're gonna do it. Right. You gotta be like, okay, what I'm gonna do oh. <laughs> now?
0: He was trying to pull that in the All Star game thing, but he, threw it off the, but he caught it and dunked it, man. That's great. Right. Right.
2: Maybe he could have shot it from half court, like that would have hit the rim. <laughs>
0: oh, oh man! Half it's off the rim every time. Because if it's one of those scenarios where you're like he could miss an on but he doesn't have to, then it's different. But yeah, which everyone saw it coming. Everyone saw it. Coming. I, I didn't mean to extend it, but that thing's been sitting me for however many hours it's been. Hey, yeah, you know, it's been crazy. Thank you, John. You helped him through that. There you go.
2: Yeah. All right. All right.
0: <laughs> all right, crowds. We'll talk soon. Take care.
2: Okay. See you, guys. Awesome time.
0: Thanks. This episode of the College Street Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Now, now BetOnline.ag isn't just about sports. If you don't want to bet on sports, BetOnline has other options, such as award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. Now, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Head over to BetOnline.ag. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore get in on the action now don't forget to use that promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit betonline.ag head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit betonline.ag your online sportsbook experts before we get into uh looking ahead no there's no before man what you got hurry up <laughs> really really quickly really quickly to that point i sometimes wonder i think tatum will be fine because i think tatum sort of ignores a lot of stuff but is Tatum brown going to be able to deal with the boston pressure and media like you know okay you're having you're, you have a five game losing streak boston's gonna come at you like this is the worst thing that ever happened are you gonna be able to deal with that you know what i mean like is he that is he that type of guy you know what i mean because that, that shit ain't changing. I don't care who's in the beat, who's on the radio. That shit ain't changing. The fans, first game back, the fans. Well, I, think, I think the biggest difference between Tatum and Brown, not just off the court, just from how, the, how, how everyone perceives the Celtics from the outside, is that, oh, no, Tatum is full-fledged number one. Like, even the people who are like, no, Jalen's right there. He's 1A, 1B. It's never going to be Jalen's 1A and Tatum's 1B. And that's why I feel like if this team and, – and listen, I'm talking about like down the road, whether we're talking next year, the year after that, whatever, yeah. the next year or two. If, yeah, if so. this team remains to be a 500 team, like what's to say who, – who's to say Jalen Brown's not going to say, you know what, guys, I think I'm good here. Or Tatum's going to say, look, like something we need to change because between the cap space that's going to be tied in to, to, to Kemba and, and to, to those two max deals – and of course you're trying to keep up with the Brooklyn Nets and the Philadelphia 76ers like something's got to give here. Yeah. I do think Kemba Kemba is a, is a huge uh in the offseason the number one priority should be for trade Kemba, bro. Because like like I, but, you know we'll, we'll get into that later man. So let's just look ahead. Like that's the thing. I just wanted to get into this episode talk about specifically the what happened I, after the game and I'm I'm just yeah. <laughs> I'm a- Alright, alright. Well, uh, we've been re- revisiting this stuff over and over again all season long, man. Same it's pattern with the team. Frustrating. Yeah. These motherfuckers are still listening, you know? Well, they listen to me because they went one and three just like I told them. Just like I told you. A- you know you're mad, Ducha. Ducha was trying you were you were screaming at your TV hoping that they go two and two. You you wanted them to come back and, and beat the Mavericks so damn bad. Yo, I only wanted them to beat Mavericks because my my uh, nephew is named Luca, and I had to text my brother last night at halftime and be like, "Your namesake First game, bro, right?" The Celtics, and he's like, "Oh, really?" And I was like, "Damn it, he's not even watching a goddamn game." Sonny <laughs> and he goes, "He goes, well, like, bro." He goes, like, bro, he goes like, bro, "Televised and put it on." Oh, and uh, oh uh, anyway,
1: and, and by the way, they went they went two and two. Then go one and three. No, nah, they went one and three. No, man, <laughs> nah, man. They, beat, they beat the they beat the almighty Oklahoma City Thunder, bro.
0: They went one and three. <laughs> nope, they beat the Bucks and the Thunder, and then they lost. Yeah, the- no, I give them props for that Bucks game, even though even though it was a low key trap game. No so wait, yo, who yo, the yo, fuck yo, was right? Was... Who the fuck was right, motherfucker? Not you,
1: motherfucker. <laughs> you <laughs> said, you <laughs> said they were going yeah, yeah, to lose. You said they were going to lose on Greek Independence Day. You said they were going to lose, and they won.
0: Why? Why? Why did you correct me? Because it damn well felt like they went one and three. That's why. Assumed I played four and zero. I didn't know I did. I t- to All right, you gonna, tell us, you gonna tell us who they're playing or, or, or is it season done? Do they, just... I, you they No, know what I I actually oh, thought, I I actually thought that Sway was just gonna say the next five games in like one sentence and sort of ruin. I haven't done that in years. No, you did it last episode. Actually, no, I stopped right. No, I think I went. No, I, did. I went yeah. the Bucks game. I think you fucked it up. All right, either way. Celtics, Rockets at home. So all of these games are going to be at home, guys. And 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 my biggest thing was the Celtics needed to go five and two or six and one on the seven game roast, uh homestand. And now they got to go fucking five and zero oh to make it anything possible. you are going to run out, including the. Fifth, uh, I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead uh, of myself. Yes, yeah, <laughs> they always always Try trying, Doug. But the uh, Sean Tate and the Rockets come to Boston if they don't be uh, the goddamn Rockets. If trap they, game. Rockets, if if they don't beat the Rockets, band, the season's done. This is the the. You know, I asked Corrales trap, about trap game, trap game. I asked, I asked Corrales, yo Migos, shut the fuck up. <laughs> trap game, <laughs> I got one. Trap why game. does why hasn't a rapper come up with a song called trap game"? <laughs> trap game? Trap game, trap game, trap game, trap game. Yes, you just be... should be all over there. Yeah, but that, yeah, you just should be all over trap game. Yeah, but that yeah.
1: phrase is in every other song, so it's just like. Just assume that there's a song already called that.
0: But like, but like, imagine if the, imagine if like a hardcore trap like rapper came out with a trap game song, but talked about like the NBA schedule, <laughs> like Los Angeles Lakers versus the uh, on <laughs> it's it's New Orleans Pelicans, or New Orleans, you know. <laughs> Trap game, trap game, trap game. Trap game, trap game, trap game, trap game. When, yeah. they, when, they, when they shut down your superstar, trap game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when the other team is worse than you are, trap game. Lucevic <laughs> traded,
0: trap game. <laughs> Yo, we could rap nowadays, I'm telling you, man. It doesn't take a lot to be a rapper nowadays. <laughs> All right. That um, could be our pick. It could be NBA, NBA information through beats. Through <laughs> through i think we would i think we would get crucified for being the corniest motherfuckers in the world if you oh, no question we'll, we'll get clown more than uh that'll be our fame we'll be clowns for, just be clown we're making terrible music and then we could just turn into like the insane nba clown posse we might get that deezus and Mero interview though that'd be worth it it'd, it'd be all worth it no shout out to Jesus and they back with a fact and marrow spot what's this yo Virtual, I'll take it. I'll take it. No, <laughs> they, they, they have been, they have been funnier this year than they ever have been. And Merrill's been, has been fucked up. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Well, so because the man, name is Jesus, it's not the Dominican one. No, it's Mero. I, man. I always get confused. I get confused. Okay. A couple of years ago, you okay. used to, I said, we, we finally got you to stop saying "Jesus." Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's the De <laughs> trying to be all put some extra dominican on it like nah bro it's, it's, it's Jesus. that's how he likes it and 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 it's the black guy
1: Jesus and metal
0: metal yeah Mero. <laughs> <laughs> the accent on the <laughs> oh it,
2: <laughs>
0: like romel <laughs> but for real for real Sway. So I, I don't know if you think this but I'm laughing harder this year than I ever have at any other time. I've oh, ever. yeah. And, and remember in the beginning, it was different because they, they had to adjust it to, to yeah, being so virtual, but now now they're fine. They're great. Now, yeah. they're, now they're just like, you know what? Actually, we can do whatever the fuck we want to say. Even really yeah. fun Podcasting again, you know? Right. They're podcasting again. That's what they're doing because they, they got that clout now. So, yeah. uh, anyways... The, the, uh, are going to play the Rockets So what's going on? Yeah, so, so who's the best player on the Rockets right now? I don't know. I'm kind of tired of breaking down this... This terrible matchup. Who who was they playing? Oh, I, I, this is this is a general question. John Wall. John Wall when he's healthy. No, I'm talking about healthy Tate. right now. Oh, Tate. Tate. Yeah. Jayson Tate. Jayson Tate. If yeah, the Celtics don't fucking beat Jayson Tate in the Rockets, then we got a fucking problem. <laughs> well, he's not the he's not the whole squad. Sure. All right. Yes, he is. All right. Next, the next game on Sunday is not a matinee, which is nice. It's nice. It's not a matinee. To gotta leave with that for Celtics fans. Well done. There you go. 6 p.m. Sunday start, but there is a chance. Against, there is a chance. It's against. It's against the team we don't want to fucking see right now because it's still, it's a, it's still an early game. It's the fucking team that we don't want to fucking see. Terry Rozier, motherfucker. We don't want to see it. Gordon Haywood. We don't want to see them right now. We don't want to see oh, them. Wait, wait. Don't right forget. Now. Brad Wanamaker has been traded there too. Uh, uh, well, to both the <laughs> Jeff is living large and Brad Wanamaker. Brad's like,
1: Brad's up. like, you got rid of me for no one, essentially.
0: Yo, they should come out to the uh, NWO music, yo, black and white, bam, them, bam, bam,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> throwing,
1: throwing up the fucking uh, the uh,
0: the, wolf pack. the wolf pack. You see the you see the throwback, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, see, you see the throwback, scary Terry highlights from that playoff series. <laughs> yo, no, I may, I may, I may go to this game. I may go to this game where I'm see I- a tribute video. I bet you know they better give him a tribute video. <laughs> alright, that yeah. one's a good one. You know what All though? Right. Okay. This is gonna sound a little crazy. <laughs> yo, you say that every time. <laughs> but if the Celtics <laughs> just would have kept Terry Rozier. No, okay, alright. No, we're not doing Sean's play and revisit All it. Right, no, yeah. doing I'm doing that. Plan. I'm about to head out, yo. Yeah. Sean's play? I'm not here for that. That is yeah. not what i and we would be in a better situation right now. We would be, and you know it, and you fucking know it. You fucking save, the trash. Know. save the trash for after hours, for people yeah. who can pay for this crap. You and, fucking and, know it.
1: And, and 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 your plan also included Al Horford. So yeah, that didn't happen. All right, yeah, continue. It
0: would have been nice if it did. It would have been nice if it did because I don't need Kemba Walker on this team. Okay, give oh me there and Al Horford. Let's go. I wish I could introduce this guy to 2019 Sean Duce. He would he would lose it on this guy, right? Yeah, I really would. That guy was so excited for Kemba. I, I, I was, and then Kemba is disappointed. Ah, I am in his hands. Are we done here? Are these, these playing? Oh, no, you said the Hornets. All right. All right. So we got four games. We got four games. So you got the Rockets, you got the Hornets, and the Hornets on a Sunday. Celtics on a Sunday, not that great, but it's a lot of at 6 p.m., and it's at the Garden. Uh, a Joel and Beadless hopefully, 76ers come up on Tuesday, and oh. we got a back-to-back at home against the 76ers and the New York Nets. New York, York Nets. Nets, huh? York I just you said the
1: New, new York, York Nets, bro. You might as well yeah. just say New Jersey
0: Nets next time. Yeah, seriously. Jeez. Why don't you just be a boomer like the rest of us? For
1: real, yo. Play- they playing the Continental Arena that day too. <laughs> the Izod
0: Center. Well, <laughs> the Izod Center. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know, Izod again, bro. I'll fucking Google it right now. The
1: ends, yo. Yeah, I- what happened, what happened I- to the deal? I- yo, you you don't get, no, get no promo from, from Izod. They said fuck you and your and your whack ass, your, your yo, whack ass presentation.
0: I'm bullshit. I'm bullshit that Izod has not reached out yet, and I, 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 I will write to the CEO. I will write to the CEO tonight.
1: He's like, buy some merchandise first, then we'll talk.
0: <laughs> it's like, just, he's gonna, he's he, gonna, he, he, gonna pick to the arena, but he probably has a frame somewhere. For frame real, it's, for real. it's like we actually track. We actually track every Izod purchase, and you've never bought one piece of Izod, <laughs> IZOD. firmware, you know? ever, ever. No, no one you, from the Ducha family ever has bought a piece not, of merchandise. Even when they sell them at Marshalls for 50% off, we track it. And there's not been one Ducha credit yeah, card swiped. Yeah. The Pavone family, though, that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Joaquin. 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 I have shirts. <laughs> oh, Who's who fucking something's playing next, bro? That's it, bro. That's it for this week. we got the Rockets, Hornets, Sexers, and Knicks all at home. Rockets, Hornets, Sixers, and Knicks all at home. Think about what I just fucking said. Two and two. Hornets with nobody, Hornets are just the Hornets. The 76ers without Embiid and the Knicks, the fucking Knicks at home. <laughs> if the Celtics can't go four and zero on this home stand, bro. Either- Lost bro, bro, other than, it's no, it's no, no, it's other the, than the, Rockets, listen, listen, hand, okay? other you than the Rockets. your phone every week. You
1: do this. Other, other than <laughs> the Rockets, who they had issues with, they had problems winning that game the first time in Houston. Other than them, everyone else is ahead of them in the standings by 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 significant wins here. Okay. Or no, baby. Okay. They're, <laughs> they're, they're and then and then and then I'm, I'm gonna see the bury them tweet, you know, later on at, at some point between between Let's between see. this episode and next episode.
0: well Joel. I, I got you, I got you, I got you, Sean, I, I got you. Three and one, three and one. Okay, okay, I like it. I say Joelle. two and two. All right, Joel, right. I, 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 I'm gonna put this out there. I'm gonna put this out. There. I, I, I'm going on a and say one of us gonna be right here, right? One of us. I know. one and three. Oh, we'll see what happens. Unless they just win the rocket game. <laughs> and watch watch coming next week. Hey. At least
1: they beat the Knicks, though. They never let them pick
0: that home. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> At least they beat the New York Nets, though.
1: You know, that's a good win. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. Let me, let me tell you Let me tell you one thing about this 4-0 prediction. I hate the fucking Celtics right now. No, I fucking... You don't want to say it? I can't fucking stand them. <laughs> like, I, I know we had Corrales on, and, you know, I, I can't just do my whole bit of just fucking raging against the Celtics and, and like I'm not I'm not a bit but like this so is how I feel. I fucking can't stand I'm I'm listen I'm driving around listen listen. <laughs> all right all right we're listening. <laughs> I'm <laughs> driving around. I'm driving around in the morning dropping off my son from daycare and I'm thinking in my head at a red light is Marcus smart done? Me, I'm thinking that. I'm fucking thinking that. That's rough, bro. I'm also fucking driving past the gas station, pumping my gas, just being like, no, I think we should let go of Brad Stevens, bro. Oh like, I'm fucking thinking that shit. This is not fucking good for me to think. They're, like, taking over.
1: they're taking over your day, bro. They're taking over
0: your day. I did. No, no, no. <laughs> that, but those are some dark thoughts for Sean Ducey. Nah, for me? For bro. For me? to go against brad stevens and marcus smart in the hey, same fucking day hey, hey. that's not good
1: hey there's sunny days bro they're sunny days remember these two that you just mentioned were part of your plan so you <laughs> that part of your plan is still is still in effect so you have so, no one to blame it, but yourself it's it's
0: it, it, it's it's really all sean's plan yeah. or oh sean's plan yeah. if I know
1: what I'm saying. maybe maybe brad doesn't need to coach a superstar you know those are your words
0: you know averages Look, are averages because they're averages. So what, I fucking know. And that's why I'm <laughs> having the fucking anxiety attack saying, What the fuck is wrong with Brad Stevens? Why am I pumping gas? Why am I fucking pumping gas thinking that I should fire Brad Stevens? I shouldn't have <laughs> in that mindset. We're dude.
1: gonna have it we're gonna have an episode one day. <laughs> Probably two. We're gonna have an episode one day during like the off season, right? When 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 shit's down news wise and everything else, it just it just Dutra-isms. like all the things that Dutra has said. Oh man, it's a long
0: list <laughs> over the you years. Will, this will, this will be fucking be part of it, bro. Fucking, <laughs> so insane. I don't, I don't, I, you know, I will say one thing, one thing before we get into engagement. Yes. Hurry the fuck up, Sean. No, shut the fuck up. I hate you, bro. Hey, one thing I gotta say, something is drastically wrong with Marcus Smart right now. Marcus Smart is is. I, think it I was gonna be like Sean. I'm done. No, I'm out. No, Marcus Smart is fucking on. Ah, okay. Is he? Is he? Is he on the Siakam level? Here or no. I, I thought. I was thinking that before I, the deadline. But I think. I, I, I think, think he's okay now. I think he's all right. I think. I think the deadline th- that spooked him a bit. That that week or a couple games before the deadline. Yeah, I saw I, that. Yeah. Nah, I think it's. I think it's beyond that. I think he rushed back, and I think he's on some stuff that is literally making him think. And and not listen to his teammate like I, market so so, bro. Are you watching that um, uh, what is it? Uh, that uh, Peel the the freaking the, uh, the the he revamped the um, the scary the series or whatever. Oh the Twilight wow! Zone? Yeah. are you been watching that? Man, I this don't. Like, That's not like the beginning of a Twilight Zone episode where the the, <laughs> the, famous, the famous basketball player went under some regular routine, you know. Uh, rehab, and, and the pills had a, a, a bad after-effect. Like, I, th- I think that's what you're getting at right now. No, I think that happens more often than not.
1: Nah, man, I just think it's, like, you know, the uh, the free throw, the uh, throwing the ball across court with point threes left, and it would have affected, you know, New Orleans, not the Celtics. I think, though, they're just getting, like, extra, extra attention, because it's, cause it's smart, that's all.
0: No, I don't think so at all, because, because you know why? Like, okay, I'm just I. I Gives a- Just One say it. Fucking go, go. Minute. One fucking minute. Like, I keep say it and be, you concise like, I be concise. For the love of Christ. Be concise. Alright, here's what I'm saying. Something's up. Marcus Smart seems to be... Every time in the past when Marcus Smart would make a bad play, he would make like four or five good plays and everyone would forget about it. Marcus Smart gets thrown out of the game. Marcus Smart also in that game figured out a way to affect the game. Or the next game, he would come out and be worldly defensively something's going on right now where Marcus Smart is making boneheaded plays and only making boneheaded plays and he can't defend the three-point line Something's going on with Marcus Smart right now I'm not going to figure out what it is I hope he just punches a glass and has to rehab again or whatever it is because he needs time off of basketball because I don't think his mind is in basketball and that's a problem and I'll just leave it at that
1: I thought you know, a month and a half off was pretty it's pretty. Well, I consistent. thought
0: so too, but maybe he needed three months off and maybe he's on some shit to make himself feel better. I don't know. All right. Allegedly. Head to patreon.com slash causeway and check out one-on-one with Joe Sway. My exclusive one-on-ones with NBA players and NBA coaches, including this one with Marcus Smart. Is that an opinion you share with a
1: lot of other people around the league?
0: that that star yeah. treatment and sense of like some of an incident like that
1: yeah i mean i think i think it's it's, I think it's one of the elephants in the room we know it we see it right i mean it's obvious you know it's been obviously for years you know this is how it
0: works head to patreon.com slash causeway and check out one-on-one with Joe Sway and of course the causeway after show all right let's take our trip around the league and wrap up this episode the way we wrap up every single episode here on causeway street Joel, in case you missed it. In case you missed it. In case you missed it. In
1: case you missed it. Joel, what do we miss? Well, uh, Sean Ducha's worst nightmare occurred this week with the uh, Utah (laughs) Jazz. That he'll never come to the Celtics? No, no, no. We're talking about the Utah Jazz and their uh, plane accident ish Uh, experience when they. uh,
0: me, I didn't hear about this shit. Uh, a- shit. You know? Oh, oh, I saw the headline, but give me the uh, give me the deets. All
1: right, so you know, members of the Utah Jazz obviously they feared for their lives after the team charter plane collided with a flock of birds shortly after oh. takeoff.
0: How caused, high up were they?
1: They were causing it, it, caused an engine fire and failure in a force for an emergency landing, you know. So, uh, obviously, <clears throat> <clears throat>
0: that happens, bro. <laughs>
1: obviously you know a lot a lot a lot of players had uh uh, you know their moment there but according to um, mike conley i got a good quote from mike conley for a good 10 or 15 minutes i think all of us on that flight were questioning if we were going to be here today that's how serious it was for us i can't speak for everybody but i know that guys were trying to text family just in case you know it was that kind of situation
0: (laughs) you know what that means (laughs) somebody somebody freaked the fuck out someone's (laughs) Actually, <laughs> say who it was, he's not gonna dime him out, but someone freaked out in that place. Hey, you know, you know what I saw? I didn't know that this fucking happened, but I saw the Rudy Gobert, um, the thing. two two pictures by by each other, like oh okay, like it was like Rudy Gobert at the press press box, and then like Rudy Gobert like touching all the microphones. And then it was like, Rudy, get out of the cockpit. And he did, like, touch all the microphones and then left the cockpit. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so now it makes fucking sense.
1: Now it makes sense. Now you're like, what the <laughs> yeah. fuck does that have to do with anything? Yeah, now, yeah. You know. Crazy, now you know. Crazy. Yeah, like so, you know. yeah, for those who don't know, you know, other than our, 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 our day one fan, Sean is not a big fan of flying. Okay? So.
0: I don't like fly. Two things I don't like in this world. In other fly. words, Sean would be that guy freaking out. Yeah, yeah. Flying and Rudy Gobert. And if that thing happens at the same time, I'm literally murdering Rudy Gobert. I love how your first reaction is, how high were they? <laughs> <laughs> how high were they?
1: And did they run out of nips while this is huh? going on?
0: Well, you know could what you into how- birds? You know why I say how high were they? Because you know what pisses me the fuck off. Not that high, obviously, because it was shortly after takeoff. But, you know. Yeah, which yeah. is what I mean. You're like, bird. if if if, if, you're, if you're in takeoff and the plane crashes, you're probably going to be all right. Because those fucking assholes that are in Alaska <laughs> fucking up there fucking flying in the worst weather of all time just fucking crash and survive. And I fucking can't stand those motherfuckers because I'm like, yo, I'm in a plane. And I'm I, if, if if I crash, I'm gonna die. But you're out there fucking risking life and limb, flying the fucking plane, and you're gonna crash and survive because you find a fucking you find a fucking a plane to fucking land into. You know, it is what it is, man. It happens. All hey, right. you know, happy they yeah, don't sure die did. immediately on impact, but they'll die in the frozen wilderness of Alaska. Go ahead.
1: In case you That's missed cool. it, um, another another uh, a story here for Sean uh, Demarcus Cousins. No, no! reportedly uh, in line to sign a 10 day contract with the Clippers next week. He is uh, currently quarantining in LA. So it's still in the works. It's not official, but it looks like it's heading that way, but it's a 10 day there, Sean. So there's still, there's still some hope for you. It's a good pick-up. You know what, it's what I'm saying? Pick-up. In terms of, uh, uh, of, of, of the Marcus Cousins one day, maybe, maybe becoming a Celtic. I don't know. Don't want to get your hopes up. <laughs>
0: it's- right. So it's right. let me ask you a real question. Every time I say bring DeMarcus to Boston, you say there's a reason not to. What's the reason not to right now? No, I never say there's a reason not to. I just say the biggest reason why it's never going to happen is because it would have happened already. Yeah. the had so many opportunities to get him, and there just hasn't been even like a, a remote like, but report the- or speculation outside, like the- outside of reports of people that just want to see it happen or think it's a good
1: fit. Yeah, the fact that he's been a free agent for a couple of months now. <laughs> you know why they wait until, yeah. they he, wouldn't wait they wouldn't wait until now to be like ah oh, he's gone now we missed out
0: <laughs> like you think they would have did that with LaMarcus Aldridge like, no they would, have, they would have signed him immediately do you, do you think win. do you think that that time that he got thrown out of the game in Boston but well, two times he got thrown out of the game in Boston he said some shit to Brad Stevens no I just they, they just think he's a he's a freaking nut not a nutcase I shouldn't say that but what's, what's the word I'm looking for they think he's a hothead you know they don't want to deal with that I mean, there were two times in the Garden. Every, the two, two years in a row when I wanted him on the Celtics. Every time he came to the Garden, he got thrown out before the first half.
1: <laughs> Sean's like, I want that guy. I want
0: that guy. That's the guy I want. They didn't get into it
1: one time with Marcus, too, ironically. I think that's, yep. one, that's
0: one of the other times. He right? tossed him. Yeah, yeah he, he, he did. Tossed he tossed him like a rag doll. A feeling, yeah. You know what I have a feeling? I have a feeling that he walked off the court and said, you motherfucking craggers.
1: Oh, I, no, up because one time that he got ejected, or I don't know how many times he's oh, been when overall. More,
0: that was a Saturday game. There was a bunch of security. we yeah, were, we're yeah. trying to figure out what's going on. Mad of
1: them. Yeah. It was somebody in the stands that apparently got, you know, a, that lifetime ban quote that, you know, called them a, the, the uh term there, racist term oh, there.
0: That's what I mean. So maybe, 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 maybe it's the other way. Maybe somebody said that, said that to him and, He's just like, hey, Danny, I know you keep calling me, but I'm never fucking playing for Boston. Yeah, something, yeah. Oh, some, so thanks, you Braintree assholes. You fucking Quincy <laughs> motherfuckers. You fucking salty ass motherfuckers. South Shore, kid. Yeah, that's
1: where you live at, dude. Okay. Don't, don't, don't dish, don't oh, dish where you're from.
0: I'm, I'm not, I'm not fucking, I'm not saying that I don't fucking claim South Shore, mm-hmm. but fuck the South Shore. they the hey, no hey. reason why. Hey,
1: Brockton Harbor. Don't get Brockton Harbor a bad name here, all right?
0: Yo, Brockton yeah, Harbor never they dropped start out. Man,
1: they're just starting out. Don't I know, me. man. Come on, man. Don't don't Brock ruin it for them. They're trying. They're trying. They're trying their best to survive Brock, here.
0: Brockton Harbor knows the fucking rules, kid. All right. You yeah, got... Brockton Harbor is the only sign in Massachusetts to welcome the welcome to Brockton Harbor sign that like it says 2020 on it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> EST? since EST 2020. 2020. <laughs> 2020 but what? You know what? The Massachusetts is the mayor. Of <laughs> the Hobart. and then and then
1: underneath this in quotations it says the last year.
0: <laughs> yeah. and I put a sticker of cosby Street right next to it. <laughs> yo, yo, definitely, definitely. Gotcha, I gotcha. The, gotcha. First, the first street, the first street in Brockton, Hopper is cosby Street Ave.
1: There you go, Causeway <laughs> <Cosby> Street Ave. <laughs> cosby Street Place, maybe that's probably the best bet.
0: Just Causeway Street Ave. It's just the name of the street. I was like. Is it Causeway Street or Causeway Ave? It's a, no, it's Causeway Street. Yeah, it's
1: like you put, it, Street. you put it, you put in the GPS and it doesn't know. And GPS is like, yeah, it could be both. You know,
0: is a pissed off mailman just circling the block you and you? Like this makes no sense. <laughs> no fucking. It's, like it's one, one or the other. Come Street on. Street and a Causeway Street Ave. I don't get it. <laughs> Street Ave. Oh fuck! Yo, know, if you don't put Brockton Harbor, yo, know, the GPS doesn't know. No. Yeah, that's up. right. That's first right. off, first off, Brockton Harbor doesn't exist. <laughs>
1: It's two, diff- it's two different zip codes, bro. Two different zip codes.
0: <laughs> we just make up a zip code, bro. We just fucking go.
1: <laughs> just random numbers together. Just, I'll be like, yo, just put, yo,
0: make sure it starts at O two. Okay, yeah, yeah that's <laughs> it. Okay, I'm going like, to throw it's this
1: like out o- It's like 02518 or some shit. It's some random <laughs> fucking numbers.
0: I'm going to throw this out there. I won't move if we get Brockton Hopper doing big thing, bro. <laughs> Brockton Hopper going. I'll be the mayor. It'll be fine. I won't move. <laughs> <No> harbor, bro. <laughs> <It'll be good. laughs> Brockton doesn't have a harbor. <laughs> yeah, we'll make a fucking harbor, Kim. We'll no, find enough just, water.
1: It was just, you know, it was just discovered in last, last year, all right? So no, don't worry. It's We're gonna, working gonna, on it's gonna catch time, on. It's gonna catch on. It's gonna break catch on. Brick by brick.
0: Brick by brick, Sean. You go into any CBS in Brockton and it's and and there's apparently a lake in Brockton that had a tragedy, a lake in nineteen thirty two, a <laughs> book about. So, you know, I fucking sent that shit to you the other day. I was I was in CBS at like midnight the other day and I fucking was like, Holy shit, that's fucking Brockton Harbor, bro. How do you fucking (laughs) lake in Brockton? Why is that? Why don't I fucking know about it, you know? <laughs> there's a fucking lake in brockton a, there was a tragedy at fucking like Shenandoah lake in brockton and i'm like they wrote a fucking book about brockton Harbor. I mean, like, oh. <laughs> there's a brockton harbor there's a in brockton avenue <laughs> if there's a lake it ain't a pond it's a lake it's, it's a Brockton Harbor. Oh yeah. yeah that's harbor that's number that's harbor rules number one bro. well harbor harbor 101 right there bro. You gotta have a lake Got it, got it, you got it. It's a pond. It's a pond, ass eh, not bro. Nah, not nah, nah. No. It's a, gotta be a lake. Gotta be a lake. At least a lake. If if it's not, if it's alright, like, Joe. What else we missed, man? I gotta get to
1: in, damn. All right, all right. In case in case you missed it, uh, another uh, free agent that, that the Celtics missed on Andre Drummond, the newest L.A. Laker, will no, be out. Agree. Will be I'll out be for honest. a game or two with a right big toe injury, motherfucker. See, he play like he barely played his first game, already injured.
0: See, imagine, imagine hey. the Celtics, the Celtics would have, they would have had to have cut Luke Cornett to bring him on and he would have gotten injured. He would have, he would have, no. he would have suffered that no. injury. I would have been pissed. <laughs> I would have like, been pissed because I, I no like, corn, I like Luke. No drumming. Nothing.
1: No, I like Luke. I don't like, I like Luke over fucking Wagner. Okay. So that'd be a, that would have been a horrible move.
0: If they had cut, hey, Cornett, Cornett, Cornett. I like him too. I like him.
1: I, I, actually think he, he can actually, uh, contribute to this, to this train wreck of a team right now. And, you know, things might, things might look up, you know, just, just trying, just trying to maintain the positive here.
0: All right. So, you know who could contribute, better. you know who could contribute this to team pretty well? Like a guy like Daniel Tice. I would love to like that. <laughs> Yo, is this the Cedric Maxwell podcast? Yo, you and Yo, real talk, real talk. They, didn't really, have serious, to, they
1: didn't really have to trade him. They did that for, you know, obviously for for the luxury tax. But that was there was no real reason to be like, yo, tyson has got to go. You know what I mean? But whatever. It is what it is. By the way, he's only picked up two fouls in this two games as a bull. So <laughs> the war the war on Tyson I think is over.
0: Well, next time when you got a wide open three, you better make it, bro. That's the reason why he's gone. Would have avoided all of this, bro. That's the reason why he's gone. <laughs> The way they trade him after they hit that three, and also, yeah. I'm, <laughs> oh, I think, fuck, I'm actually he a little about that three every day, bro. Every day he thinks about that three. He's like,
1: "Why did I miss it? I shouldn't it's have like missed
0: it's, it." It's like it's, 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 it's incredible what a it's facts. incredible what a rim can how a rim can alter your life. You know, for real, for <laughs> he real. Just Brook Lopez was coming at him. Like Scout, the first time Scout was right all year was saying, "Why did he fade away? He should have waited the contact." Brooke Lopez was coming right at him.
1: That's true. That's true. Yeah, they, 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 it was. Um, what's her name? From ESPN, she was like, yeah she should just let him like fall into his body. Would have been shooting three shot, three three free throws. You know, could have altered his whole life right there. So <laughs> correct.
0: That's when Dan, that's when Daniel freaking looks up and goes i 'I'm Daniel Tays, no, <laughs> no one's gonna I
1: get any foul. It would have been a foul called on me somehow."
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I would have got called for an offensive foul for
0: sticking out my leg somehow. <laughs> somehow, somehow, some way. <laughs> so the fans would have been like fucking Tyson. Yeah,
1: and then and then and then, and then <laughs> Brooke Lopez would have been shooting three shots. It's like, wait a minute, what the fuck was he
0: why is <laughs> I, he shooting three? It's just I, us. Avoid contact. I avoid contact every time I fucking can and I get fouled, <laughs> called a foul.
1: You know? And in case you missed it, the trial of the former police officer charged with killing George Floyd in Minneapolis has begun this week. Floyd died last night after this officer at the time placed his knee into Floyd's neck and held it there for 8 minutes and 48 seconds. The police officer has since been fired and is standing trial for second and third degree murder and second degree manslaughter. So as always, hashtag justice for George Floyd, hashtag justice for Breonna Taylor, hashtag justice for Jacob Blake, hashtag Black Lives Matter, hashtag stop hate. And let's love each other. All
0: right? Uh, Joel, I don't know if you got it, but in case you missed it, Final Four, who you got? Final Four. Ah. UCLA, Baylor, Gonzaga. Who gives a shit? uh, You really like this this year? Gonzaga. Um Houston, that's who Houston. Go. Houston, Houston. Oh, go right. with
1: Houston, I'm going with Houston. I'm going Houston. The Cinderella team, right? The ones that were like, no one gave us any credit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, go, UCLA
0: is definitely UCLA is the um, no UCLA is the one they just upset to get into the Final Four. But I'm I'm, going, I'm, I'm I'm going Gonzaga, yo. I think the basketball gods are gonna bless them real quick. You know, like this is the this is it. You know, they've always had the underdog story, and Adam,
1: Adam, Adam Morrison, you know, he's
0: gonna be really happy. You know, they're destined. You know, they're destined yeah. to do. <laughs> I think UCLA has a real chance to win it all.
1: UCLA is a good team. Well then we <laughs> shall see. You know, it's never it's never what you it's never what one, one most of the time expects who's gonna win. It's just that's why that's why people love college basketball. It's always just upsets and shit.
0: Well stuff. the thing about Gonzaga is Gonzaga like always they're either a number one seed or an upset team and they make it far. But they never have made the break. Like they never made the 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 push to get to win the final to win the championship or even get to the championship, really. Yeah, that's true. So I, I just see them getting beat in the final four. I see them getting beat, and I think UCLA is going to be going to be the team that comes out of this. And I'm going to put it right here, UCLA baby. Put your money on UCLA. You ready
1: right here first? <laughs> all right, and I said that's all I got for this edition. Real well. Of, of uh, in case in case you're missing a quick shout out to Papa Pavone. He had a, a small procedure done this week, but he's at home resting. So you know, get well soon, Kincho. We love you, and you know, I just hey. want to you know shout him out real quick there because he's. One of our, if not our biggest listener.
0: Hey, you know what? Puppa he's a, he's a fan, fan from day one. Yo, I love Papa Ball. Me and him, we can talk soccer for days, kid. <laughs> we
1: can yes, talk soccer for days. Yes, yes. Yeah. He loves yeah, himself some Sean Dutra as well.
0: Uh, he's he's a huge fan of Sean. So, yes, yeah. very, very, very big <laughs> Sean. <laughs> big fan of Sean. Hey, you know what, too? You know what, too? There's still that, that that one day that we can talk about, if we want to talk about it, maybe after hours, but that one day <laughs> we got into soccer we drank about 10 that's, beers
1: that's, that's one of duch's <laughs> favorite day drinking days ever
0: <laughs> yeah that was yo, that was such a vibe bro i love that day so <laughs> yeah. we'll t- uh, stay tuned after yeah hours. hell yeah, <laughs> Come hell yeah. To
1: and speaking of after hours subscribe to the after hours
0: patreon yo you still got a chance if you still want it <laughs> get that, that jersey <laughs> yo, you get, get on luke it jersey now
1: that's right luke luke before before he gets cut or whatever hopefully he doesn't but you know you got, you got, you got like another, what, 20 games before anything can happen. Who knows? Even before. Or if,
0: you're an, or if you're an Orlando fan, you can get a fucking, you know, Evan Fournier. Oh, jeez. Oh, for 10 jersey. Oh, I knew
1: it. Some, some creative is going to come out of you. Anyways, head uh, us up on our all social media platform, Causeway Street. Head up com for your Celtics rumors, news, and
0: opinions. And that's it. Word. All right, guys. See y'all next week. Good show, and you know what?
1: Shout out to Corrales once again for blessing us with his
0: appearance. For oh, his, yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Corrales. Uh, guys, if I do the Magic City thing, I will let you know. Oh, that's right. You're heading down I'll south. I want to hear some booty claps. I just want to... <laughs> just <know laughs>
1: <laughs> I should get the recorder out. Not, record not, not even, not even. He he calls us, he call he's gonna call me and Sean, like on like on three way and we here are we gonna be like oh what's what's going, bro? Are we gonna hear
0: clap <laughs> I'm be like, yo Lou, yo Lou Williams, say, say what up to my boys. Yeah, what up, bro, what up, what up? down, that you, I'll, send you a, I'll send you a hundred dollars right now if you just go to the private room with them and just be like, Hey, I'm gonna give you a hundred extra dollars just to clap on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Not with your hands. But yeah, if you do no,
1: see Lou Williams, yo, you all get a get a drop real quick, we'll all, right, real <laughs> quick
0: all right, real quick. Real quick. I was talking to my buddy Lorenzo who who uh is national native but has a lot of family in Atlanta and I was talking about the Lou Williams we were talking about the NBA trade deadline and he was like he was like, Oh, you Lou Williams going back to his hometown and I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah but he goes, yo, I saw Lou in the club and I know he loves Atlanta, you
1: know? He sure does. (laughs) He (laughs) loves lemon pepper wings. Make sure you get that on the menu this way. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to try them out. It'll be my first time eating at
0: the the titty bar. There you go.
1: Never go wrong. All right. All
0: right,
1: y'all. All 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 right, y'all Till next time. Peace out.